0: Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast
1: where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Mortal Kombat 2 for the Super Nintendo.
0: Mortal Kombat 2 for the Super Nintendo was developed by Sculptured Software and published by Midway in North America, 9-9-1994. Ooh. Also in 94 in the EU and probably also in 94 for Japan, but I could not find any hard dates. Mm. The lead programmer on Mortal Kombat for the arcade was Ed Boon. Right, right. And he was the voice of Scorpion himself. And he has basically worked on or led every Mortal Kombat since Mortal Kombat 2. Right on, okay. And Mortal Kombat 2 was said to be a culmination of all the things they wanted to be in Mortal Kombat 1, but could not fit due to time constraints or memory size. Yeah, I remember that being a pretty short development
1: cycle. Mm -hmm.
0: And since the Genesis version of Mortal Kombat 1 greatly outsold the Super Nintendo version, in no small part to its inclusion of blood and gore, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, Nintendo let them release this game uncensored in any way. Oh, they finally came around, huh? Yes. Now, this was before the ESRB was formed. Mm -hmm. So it did have a warning on the cover. Yeah. But not an official rating. Okay, okay. And then in a strange move, it's the Japanese version that is censored. Yeah, that's kind of backwards. (laughs) Yeah, their blood is all green. And during Fatalities, it's black and white. And there's a couple other small things that were changed. Weird. Now, Sculptured Software uh, was also known for doing all of the Star Wars Super Nintendo games. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then they also did uh, Doom for Super Nintendo. Mm, never played that one. Nor did I. Uh, but then shortly after this and that, they were bought out by Acclaim and just swallowed into the, the giant monolith that was Acclaim.
1: Sure. Nick, what kind of game is Mortal Kombat 2? Well, sir, it's a two d fighting game., uh, it's <laughs> pretty much just very similar to the first Mortal Kombat, just beefed up in a lot of ways.
0: and Mortal Kombat was always the opposite side of the coin I you know, to the Street Fighter series, especially in the early days of fighting games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were the two tops, the two pinnacles of the genre, and they each have their very distinct and different styles, definitely. And in Mortal Kombat 2, they really doubled down on that. Um, The juggling in the first game, I think we talked about, was kind of an accident. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then in this game, it was refined and made a definite part of the series. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the basic moves real quick, because those are the same as the first game. Every character, and this is a game where you have multiple characters, has the same basic controls. Yeah, you've got your four attack buttons and your block. And... Boy, did that mess with me for a while, man. I'm awful. (laughs) I never block because I'm I'm always trying to Street Fighter block. Same here. Uh, But it is a shoulder button, which is very nice. Absolutely, yeah. Because once you get used to it, it's actually very, very handy to have it on a separate place than your thumbs. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Now, in addition to blocking, like many fighting games, you duck by pressing down and jump by pressing up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the four buttons you use for attacking are... Two punches and two kicks for the most part.
1: You know, they're both, you have high and low, punch and kick. They're on their own, aren't too particularly different, but you use them for lots of different uh, special moves and such.
0: Yeah, and that is a big difference because, you know, in a lot of other games, you have like the strength of the attack is your different buttons. But this one, it is a different tactic where it's a high or
1: low, and I like that a lot. And then you do have some other moves that everyone shares where... You know, aside from your jumping kicks and punches, you also have the uppercut is back where you crouch and press high punch. That's one of my favorite moves. Oh, yeah. It's a fan favorite. And the you can do the foot sweep that's back, pressing away and low kick, mm-hmm. and as well as the roundhouse, away and high kick, which will not quite as, I don't think it's as strong as the uppercut, but it's nice because it will throw them across the screen, get them away from you. Yes. Now, there are new characters in this game. But in addition to new
0: characters, there are a couple new moves, or finishing moves, I should
1: say. Oh, definitely. Everyone has more than one fatality, pretty much. Yeah, and everyone has two fatalities. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. And then you also, this is the first appearance of the Babality and Friendship. 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 Oh, yeah. And this is also slightly different in that they're... Similar to Mortal Kombat one, you'll fight in the pit or certain areas that will have kind of a level specific fatality. But that now has its own input. You don't just you have to kind of do a little some directional moves before you uppercut them or whatever. You can't just knock them off into the pit. Right.
0: And then this game does uh, move the series along. It is a direct sequel and storyline to the first game. It is. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is. And the downside is that you have certain characters that do not return for this one. Yes. Which is a shame because I liked a lot of the ones that did not come back. Yeah, we lost uh, Kano and Sonya. Mhm. You do get to see them in the game.
1: Yeah, which kind of throws back to that continuity which is pretty cool in that they were captured so they're in the background of one of maybe two levels. Mm-hmm. I think just one. But we do get a bunch of new characters.
0: Sadly a lot of them are just uh, palette swaps. Yeah, we do have we've got our ninjas and now female ninjas. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And we have a new big bad of the game. Yes, Shao Kahn. And he will become the main antagonist for the series pretty much from this point on. Yes. And the other uh, new character playable
1: was the boss of the last game. Oh, yeah. We got Shang Tsung is now a lot younger and (laughs) he's now controllable. Pretty sweet. And we're going to talk
0: about each character in more detail during our level by level portion. Yeah. Fighter by fighter. But when you play this game, you can choose between a two
1: player versus where mm-hmm. you have your one player kind of story mode. Yeah. And which is slightly different, uh, I think, in a better way, uh, because you don't have endurance matches anymore when you're going up the, I guess, tower of, of foes. You, you know, it shows in between each right. fight where you move up this little mountain or tower with Shao Kahn at the top. But beyond that, it's you're pretty standard. Each level is a
0: new opponent. You have to win two out of three matches within a certain time limit. If you do, you go
1: on to the next stage. Indeed. Are there continues in that form? Yeah, you have credits, I think. I'm trying to think how many you get, two or three, because I know there's a code for 29. Okay. If you really want to battle your way through...
0: Well, Nick, this is a fighting game from a pretty decent publisher, but they are always full of tons of inputs. And this one has even more now with the extra finishing moves. So please tell me that they were all well represented in this.
1: Instruction manual. Oh, definitely. It's a good manual. It's 31 pages. It's got Ooh, lots beefy. of screenshots, but no artwork. I was kind of disappointed because I remember the first Mortal Kombat had like a comic book story oh, yeah. section. But here, you know, it gives you all your controls very well. And then each character has a section where they tell you all of their special moves, but no fatalities, babalities, or friendships.
0: So those are still secret at this point? Yes. And that's uh, a thing you have to learn from your friends on the playground or in an. Issue of Game Pro Magazine or Nintendo Power. <laughs> yeah,
1: and although I do want to give him credit, it does give all of Shang Tsung's morphs whoop-de-do. So you don't have. To I lie. was able to pull off about three of those. I yeah, I used to love it, but well, more about that later. But <laughs> yes, so we also get some story as we mentioned. uh It continues from the first one in which Liu Kang won the tournament, which is cool. I, I I'm down with that. Sure, and then. Shang Tsung is sent back to the Outworld and, where they say facing execution by his master, he convinces him to go with his plan basically to lure all of the fighters to to the Outworld for another tournament and then kill them, I guess? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of funny in the brief story section where they talk about a plot so evil and twisted even Khan was persuaded to grant him a final opportunity it's like, what's <laughs> it's just another one? He's just like, let's do it again. But here, and you fight. So I I Who would have thought? Was, yeah, thought it was pretty funny. But yeah, you get all your moves and which is what you're really here for. It does have a ad for the Hasbro figures at the end. Which- I have no memory of these figures. I, I, I remember them some. I didn't have any, but I I remember right. I think our friend, friend of the show, Larry, had a few of them. I, I seem to recall him having the Goro figure, which I was interested in because while they're not officially G.I. Joe's, they are that style. So it was neat oh, to is, see. And, a, and are they the same scale? I believe so. Yeah. So it was cool to see Goro. That's you know, interesting because I I was aware of the Street Fighter G.I. Joe figures. Yes, and this is weird. They're, they're from Hasbro, but they're not officially G.I. Joe's, but they're the same kind of thing. There's a couple vehicles, too. So you could have had three and a half inch Street Fighter figures fighting your Mortal Kombat figures? I believe so. Wow. Little kids during this time frame were pretty lucky. Crossovers, man. It also has a notes section if you want to write down some fatalities, which I really like because it's just a blank. That is a, great. It's not a blank page. It's a page that looks like a sheet of note paper. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just like, and it's in the middle of this like background of lightning and clouds, so it's kind of kind of funny. And then finally, the back cover is an ad for Maximum Carnage. Oh man, they! I want to know what the marketing budget on that game was. It had to be big. I I mean,
0: I remember seeing it in a million comic books at that time.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess at the time that was the biggest thing that had happened since what. Infinity Stones or Infinity War, especially for well, a Spider-Man crossover, right? It had a definitely set. for Spider-Man though, but it was after Infinity
0: Crusade. Hmm. There was three Infinities in a row. Oh, okay. They really milked it there. And then the <laughs> Infinity Crusade was the one that introduced the doppelgangers. Okay. And then the Spider-Man doppelganger eventually became part
1: of Carnage's crew. And in- I, I do recall that, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that's where he came from.
0: Weird. But I'm not sure if that's what the Maximum Carnage game covers, because honestly, I know, sorry, Bill, I don't think I've ever played it for more than like five minutes.
1: Hell, it's a very repetitive beat-em-up, so. Well,
0: good news for you is we'll probably be playing it within the next year
1: or so. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, man. But yeah, so at the time, pretty solid manual. Nowadays, you can probably find the most valuable parts, which are just your move lists, compiled online, complete with True. fatalities if you really want but hey but i think
0: the fact that they included that last page or two that that makes it a winner in my book sure so nick what was your personal history with mortal Kombat 2 for the super nintendo and the
1: arcade oh wow okay um I remember it coming out in the arcade, and I was pumped. I was real excited, new characters and stuff. And eventually, I owned this for the Super Nintendo. Oh, so you have a lot of experience with this then. I It is by far the Mortal Kombat
0: I played the most. I was super right. into it. Well, as people may remember, or not, because it's been a while, I was not a fan of fighting games at all when they came out. Right, right. They were a quarter or more, and that quarter, those, those two quarters, that $0.50, cents, or two tokens in my case, mm were quickly gone from my my pockets when some other kid came up and beat the crap out of me at the game. Sure. Yeah. And there was never a time to learn any fighting game without other people standing around.
1: Oh, It was very tough. Yeah.
0: So I was like, I'm just not going to waste my money. Uh, My friends started getting into them and I was like, all right, I guess I'll play some just to, you know, not be a total outcast. And I always thought the Mortal Kombat games were interesting. and I liked the fact they were over the top, Uh but I never played this more than, I don't know, once or twice, just at a friend's house or something. I don't even know who had it. I know Evan had the first Mortal Kombat for Genesis, but I don't think he ever got the second one. Okay, okay. So therefore, I really have played this game very little over the years. And honestly, the main thing that I have taken away from it is the phrase Toasty. Toasty! Sure, yeah. It started here, man. It did, and it's fun because my son did not realize that this was the the beginning of Toasty.
1: So that's still a thing nowadays for kids, or is it just like retro kids, or...? It's
0: hard to say with my son, but I think it still exists in the world of meme-ness. Okay. But Scott. I'm really not not the the one to ask.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. And then I don't remember exactly all with who. It definitely wasn't with everybody. But I know I beat this game multiple times with multiple characters when I was a young lad. Well, congratulations. Oof. <laughs> it's not easy. Toasty!
0: Well, Nick, what was your more recent experience with
1: Mortal Kombat 2? Uh, well, I played this game probably five or six times for 20, 30 minutes putzing around with characters. I didn't beat it, though, because it was rough. <laughs> it is rough. I did not beat it either. Uh, I played
0: a lot of it uh, on our arcade cabinet to begin with. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get a, a feel for it. And it's easier for me to do the moves on a arcade stick than with a D pad. Mm, yeah. So I wanted to get that muscle memory in of what the moves were and doing them correctly there first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had a blast with that and then uh, rolled over into the Super Nintendo, played it mainly two player as well with my son. We played it, I think, two or three times. And, you know, it's pretty much just as fun, a little harder to control. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: But I also did not beat it. No, no way, no how. I don't think I made it past like the third person.
1: I got to, to Shao Kahn, but this was a very nostalgic game for me because, I, you know, like I said, I played it a ton for a year, maybe. Mm hmm. And never again. <laughs> so, you know, once I had a Street Fighter Alpha two or other games, you know, more advanced, I guess, Street Fighting games, you know, or RPGs, I had moved on. So a lot of this stuff really came rushing back. Where the cheapness of the AI, in particular, mm-hmm. Melina, for some reason, I don't know if it's me, but she, I, I, she's super hard. And like, I remember playing this game and resetting over and over until she was like the first or second person that I would fight oh. so I could get her out of the way before I got way up to the end for and some we did,
0: reason. We, did, we forgot to mention that. And I, guess we, I guess we would normally say it later, but every time you play, your
1: order is randomized. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of see it, or at least the beginning of it. You know, It's all played out on the screen. So well, that's kind of neat. But yeah, and especially when I got to Kintaro and Shao Kahn, where so many flashbacks of just uh trying to beat these guys it's just such a crap shoot because it's so unbalanced and unfair against you that it's just like all these little tricks and like you know just jump kicks repeated sweeps trying to do these little trick the ai type things in a mm-hmm. not really a fun experience in that way i would say <laughs>
0: All right, here it is, the general chat portion of our show. And I would just like to start by saying that this game is better than the original in every single way imaginable with no uh, discernible losses.
1: Now, it's it's kind of a, a perfect sequel in that way because it just expands on everything in the first one, keeps yeah. it up. It's not redoing anything or changing. You too do much. lose
0: a couple characters. Sure, sure. But beyond that, I mean, it does. Take everything you like and refine it or improve it or expand it. Like graphically, I think it looks a lot better. Oh, it looks so great. It's so – one of the things that I've forgotten about is how bright and and nice the second
1: one is. Yeah, uh, especially – because there are all these different fantasy backgrounds in the outworld that I love. You know, the trees and the with faces and the –
0: Oh, yeah. crazy swirls. Yeah, yeah. And they all look really good. But the thing I really was impressed by is that it was – very bright and very colorful you have purples
1: and greens and oranges and all kinds of colors especially your a lot of the special moves really pop where they have these big uh, super bright colors that i don't know really brings it out
0: yeah i think it's a a welcome addition to a game that i think try to take itself a little more too too seriously in the first one sure sure and in this one it feels like they're really embracing that over-the-top hong kong action wire work
1: Craziness, Sure, sure. And it's got lots of cool, like, innovative moves, like, you know, turning invisible or many different teleports and things. Like, it was really creative in that way. Yeah, it wasn't just copying what Street Fighter was doing well. Right, right. And and that, you know, applies to a lot of the inputs, too. I know we kind of mentioned this in our previous episode about Mortal Kombat, but you have your taps, you know, forward, forward, back, forward, you know, these different kind of inputs that are, I think, a little more forgiving than the street fighter II ones typically are once you get used to them yes but out of the gate they can be a little harder to wrap your head around oh well and you know going back where you realize you're like i have to slow down i'm going too fast this I, my moves aren't working because it's it's not as responsive as my mind says it should be after oh, yeah. playing newer games you know
0: now i did find that i had a little more trouble with this game than say some other fighting games with moves that you had to do a lot of quarter circles mm-hmm. or or things that dealt with the bottom corners of my sure. D-pad, I always found a little sticky. I never was able to pull off the moves as much as I wanted.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it took me a minute to get the timing down. And that could be it too. It is it is a weird system. I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's you might and be going too fast, you know? True. I
0: also find that I have an easier time doing opposite direction taps on a joystick compared to a d-pad my giant fat thumb just wants to always graze some other direction on the way
1: well i've gotten to the point ironically where i prefer a joystick now for the most part whereas i used to always prefer the d-pad you know back in the days when i was playing this i liked it much better i was like i can do dragon punches and fireballs way better but now i find the opposite to be true the music in this game is pretty good yeah, it doesn't really get you, but it's fine. Yeah, it never stands out,
0: but I'm never distracted by it. And since the matches are so short, nothing drones on.
1: Absolutely. But I do think the the vocal sound effects, you know, the screams, digitized yells and stuff are great. Uh, they crack me up.
0: Yeah, and they really doubled
1: down on him this time. Oh, yeah. And man, when I got to Shao Kahn, and that really took me back because I forgot how many of his were he just stops fighting and mocks you. Randomly throughout the fight, where he's like, You will die, mortal. You will die, mortal. And stuff. That's great. You know, and that's kind of why it sucks fighting. You just have to like keep dodging and wait for him to do that so you could hit him. But all these different things that were running gags between me and my brother and sister or some friends at the time, you know, is like I said, this was a very nostalgic playthrough for me. Now, we did mention it briefly before, but the
0: backgrounds in this uh, one are just amazing. Uh, They really make Street Fighter,
1: you know, look kind of poor in comparison. Well, and there, there's just such outlandish, crazy, you know, when you're fighting up on the bridge, I think it's the pit, and mm-hmm. you can see another bridge in the background where it appears that it's like Luke Kang facing off against a burning yeah. man. Yeah, there's like a guy on fire fighting. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of them just have these weird, you're like, what am I looking at?
0: I'm interested. I, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, it's more than just the people, you know, cycling through their one yeah. <laughs> arm movement or head nod hopping and bopping on a aircraft carrier or something now i am a little disappointed in the fact that so many of the new characters are palette swaps yeah and the other big disappointment for me is that to get the other unlockable characters you have to do some really wacky things
1: that i will never get done oh those you can't actually get them i think you have to i think you just fight them right or can you control them i didn't even try i i don't know I, but even
0: to fight them, you really have to go through, jump through a lot of hoops. It is. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's
1: some of them are ridiculous.
0: Like one of them, um Noob Sabat, you have to win 50 matches in a row. Yeah. I mean, also, side note, how has the Internet not embraced the fact that there was a character named Noob in a game already starting in the 90s?
1: I Man, I don't know. I never <laughs> I didn't hear the derogatory Noob until late 90s, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I it never really I. Connected with me.
0: Uh, and I guess I'll just get it out of the way to, to fight smoke. You have you have to do, fight with entirely uppercuts on the portal stage. Yeah. Until you hear toasty. And then you have to hold down and start at the
1: same time. That's yes. just crazy. And smoke is like the I think he's a robot ninja. He's gray. Yeah. And he eventually becomes just a normal playable character. I believe so by I don't know if it's three or three ultimate. And then Jade, of course, she becomes a character after this where. Mm-hmm. I thought Dude. she was just normal character in this. That's how out of touch I am with the series. <laughs> but she well, also has an insane yeah, yeah, You have to get to the match. There's a question mark block on your match progression and you have to beat them using only low kicks. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to block. Which is, yeah. I remember trying and maybe doing that and the one for smoke. But I can't recall if I ever got them out to fight or whatever, you know? But they're both they're all kind of a throwback to the first game where you had reptile as the secret character, and he's just right. another palette swap of other moves. Jade, I think she just uses all of Katana and Molina's moves. She's kind of the female reptile of this game. And there are, of course, codes you can use to fight them like right off the bat, which is the way to go. I when I found that out, I was super angry because I remember trying to do them <laughs> the, the hard way way back in the day, you know? Right.
0: All right, folks, this is it, the level-by-level level portion of our show. And while there are levels in this game, they are stages, and each stage has a character you fight in it, and this time we're going to go through each character in the game instead of each level. Yes, we are. And
1: let's start with some of our returning friends. Let's do it. We have Liu Kang. Yes, the winner of the previous Shaolin tournament. <laughs> in in this game, he has discovered that before this game starts, all of his... Uh, temple brethren have been killed oh and yeah that's, that's what a bummer yeah no and that's part of the where they're like he must go to the outworld to get revenge mm-hmm. he has uh, similar moves uh from the first one you have your fireball and crouching fireball yes although now your fireball your your high quote-unquote fireball can be done in the air oh that's cool that's real cool that's and air fireballs are a big thing that and this was i think the first time i had ever thought of or saw one you know yeah I wish I
0: would have been good enough to uh, employ that tactic. (laughs) I mean, let's get it. I'm just going to go and and say it right now. I am not good at any of these fighting games. Uh, (laughs) At most, I can do half of a character's move set usually. And even then, I mean, it takes all of my concentration to do the move. It's not like I am like reacting with a move. Sure, sure. So therefore, you know, while I did play with every character, I did not get to experience the full moveset of every character.
1: Right, right. And this is one of the better ones, too, I think, because it's not like you're pressing up and then you have to go to down to do a fireball. It's just a double tap forward. So you can go from up to either direction a little quicker. No, I could do Liu Kang's fireballs pretty easily, though. But the real star here, the new move is the bicycle kick. Oh, yes. Um, Where you just hold down. Low kick, I believe, or is a high kick. It's low kick. It's low kick. Yeah. Hold it down for a few seconds and release. And then you do a hilarious Bruce Lee ish flying through the air. Legs kicking multiple times. It's... it's so funny. The first time I saw it, I remember being like, I can't wait to show this to my dad. <laughs> and when I did and he loved it, he was just like, that's great, man. It's so funny. And Liu Kang,
0: if we haven't uh, mentioned this time, which we did last time, he is basically your Bruce Lee analog. Yes, yes. Now, his other big move is
1: that flying kick. Sure. That's back from the first one, standard Mm -hmm. ones. Just as good as you remember. And then, of course, you've got your new friendship move. Mm -hmm. And this has a disco globe comes down and he does a derpy dance to it. Sweet.
0: Now, everyone also has a new move, the babality, but there's really no reason in going over it uh, just because of the fact that you just turn the other person into a baby. Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's it. There's
0: no like nothing crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you do have uh, two fatalities here. One of which is the same one. Weird. The from his first Mortal Kombat where you do the cartwheel and the uppercut. Yes, but the second one is strange. Oh, it's awesome! Where you turn into a giant Chinese-looking dragon and you bite them, bite the upper half of their body off,
0: and then their legs are just uh, still there, standing on the
1: ground, spewing blood. It's great. It's uh, pretty awesome. Next up is Kung Lao. One of my favorites from this game, he is a former monk. And yeah, he was in the whatever the White Lotus Society with Mm -hmm. Liu Kang, but he like left. He was a descendant of the original Kung Lao who was defeated by Goro 500 years ago in the original first first Mortal Kombat, I guess.
0: Okay, now I like him. He's interesting because he has some ranged moves and some close up moves that are pretty deadly. Oh, he does. You've got that headbutt, Mm -hmm. which I think is fun and looks great. But really, the real key with him is
1: is that uh, teleport. Sure, he's got a teleport. Um, Down up, so easy. Sure, yes. Um, He also has a kind of like diving kick, where you jump and you press down and high kick, I think.
0: And then his range attack is that hat throw.
1: One of my favorites, because after you throw it, you can press up or down to change its trajectory slightly. Really? Yeah, if you like press up, it'll curve The things you learn. (laughs) So someone's just jumping them. You know, you yeah, can yeah. Curve it up or curve it down a little if they're trying to duck it. Oh man, I'm going
0: to make my son play this game with me again and not tell him about that move. <laughs> now and then we have the
1: whirlwind spin. Yes, pretty cool. With his, it's a rapid kind of hitting. Like you'll keep spinning the longer you keep hitting low kick. I guess I didn't really use like this one that much mm-hmm. personally. Of course, he does have a Babality. But he also has a new friendship move, and it is really funny. Sure. He pulls a rabbit out of his bladed hat. Yeah, which I don't know if we mentioned he has a bladed hat.
0: Yeah. uh, So if you're not familiar with the series, James Bond, he's similar to Objob. No, he's more like uh, Mm -hmm. the Kung Fu films. I was going to say Master of the Flying Guillotine, but that's like a, a kind of like a box thing that goes over
1: your head. Yeah, yeah.
0: But there are movies with razor brimmed hats.
1: yes. Uh, fatality wise you can he has one where he slices them vertically down the middle in half yeah pretty sweet and it is can, extremely g- g- uh gross looking though i I do like it though yeah it's it's neat and he can also it's basically just decapitates you with his hat but i, I think you have to guide it to their head too to okay truly get them okay cool next up we have johnny cage aka van damme uh, jcvd yes he has a lot of moves. He does. Uh, most notably to me is that instead of his normal missile attack, you now have two. You have a low and high kind and that's of. That's just like a green like energy bolt. Yeah, but I like the way he kind of underhands it. it, like lobs it, and it has an arc to it. So yeah, it's it's kind of nice. You can grab people out of the hit them out of the air and stuff.
0: He does have like a pretty in- intense uppercut, the shadow uppercut, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the shadow kick as well. Back, but of from course. The
1: first- But, of course, the returning move that everyone was waiting for, the ball breaker. That's right. Does the classic Van Damme splits and then pops them in the business. Yeah. Now, his
0: friendship move is, again, pretty awesome and fitting for the character. Sure. He
1: gives them an autographed uh, face shot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. His
1: fatalities, though, are pretty absurd. Uh, Sure. Yeah. You can either (laughs) rip the people and you just rip their upper body off of it (laughs) off of them yeah like the torso off of the legs and then uh he has the uh decapitated uppercuts yeah which does have a special trick that i do remember where if you do it and you like hold down i think low punch low kick and block i'm not sure you hold down some buttons and he can knock off up to three heads which i i just find weird yeah it's I, i wonder if it's like a glitch or you know yeah it is strange uh,
0: next up, we have returning from the last game, this time as a playable character, Reptile.
1: Oh, man, I was so pumped for him to come. And since this is a new character, let's explain Reptile. He is a another ninja. He has a green outfit to Scorpion's yellow and Sub-Zero's blue.
0: Mm-hmm. But is he a human turned into a reptile man or is he like a lizard man? I believe he's a
1: lizard man because it's he's like the last of his race. That were like enslaved okay. by Shang Tsung. And he wears that same face mask as the other ninja. Yes. And in fact, for one of his moves, he takes it off and spits acid at you. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, now, I love his backhand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a one button heavy attack. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, a high punch when you're close. I, I think everyone's got something of that. Yeah. He also has, yeah. like you said, that acid spit, and
0: it's. It's good. It's got a good range, and it does some good damage, too.
1: Sure. I like that it
0: smokes when it
1: hits you. Yeah, and much like Sub-Zero, he can slide in the same way. Mm -hmm. But the real star here is he has the awesome Force Ball, which I just love, where he... It is crazy. ...emits a yellow orb that kind of moves slowly, and if it hits the opponent, if they don't block it or dodge it, then they're thrown towards you. They're kind of flipped towards you, which is perfect uppercut bait. And it's just...
0: Such an odd speed that it really mm-hmm. throws off the other player. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and then you can
1: also turn invisible, which is kind of useless. Uh, it is if you're fighting the computer, but it's a lot of fun if you're fighting humans, you know? Okay. Now,
0: Reptile's friendship is interesting because he pulls out a little doll. Yeah. Of himself. Little
1: little guy. Uh, but Fatalities is where we get to learn the, the real Reptile. I love it because one of them, he... Peels his mask back and sticks his tongue out. Yoshi style. Yeah, and rips their head off and eats it.
0: (laughs) That's about it. Uh, The other fatality is pretty lame. You just have to be invisible and you cut him
1: in half. Yes, but you can do the first one while invisible and you'll just see his face pop out and grab the head and pull it back. So it's pretty funny. Next up, we have Sub-Zero. Every Chun-Li player's favorite. Almost as cheap. Yes, Sub-Zero's great. He's... Similar to the first one, you got your your slide is back. This is by far, I think, the easiest character to play as. I could, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the I, one of the two or three. I got the farthest with this time. Well, because you can freeze people. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's there's certain characters that would jump back a lot that I was able to freeze, but with your standard, uh, you know, freeze attack fireball style. But the one I abuse a lot is the ground freeze, where he freezes a small puddle in front of him. And if the enemies step on it, they start slipping and sliding and are stunned and you can uppercut them should you so choose or anything Mm -hmm. really. But But,
0: you will be uppercutting.
1: Well, but this in particular, I found that if you do the ground freeze, the AI will just stand there and block and you can slide and it works almost every time and they never block it. So it's not a ton of damage, but it's kind of tricksy. Mm. Now, as far as uh, friendships go,
0: cop out, palette swap with the uh, reptile there. Yeah, you get a he has a sub-zero
1: doll. But he does have a couple cool fatalities. Yeah, where one of them is kind of tricky because you have to like freeze them. Yeah, and, and then, that can be it. Yeah. And or, then move in and do a second sequence to shatter their body. I think which, it's just the top half of the body, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um it's this was a, a substitute fatality in the first one for the Super Nintendo because they wouldn't show him holding their head and spinal cord. Right. Well, they make up for it with that second fatality. Weirdly enough, yes. He puts a f- frozen explosive into them and just detonates them. It's a, f- a long range. One of the trickier parts about the fatalities, especially in this one, is that a lot of them have a designated, you have to be very close, half screen or full screen away. And one thing I would like to point out is they really go out of their way to show a lot of
0: intestines uh, yeah. coming out of <laughs> creature uh, people during ones like this. Oh, they love them intestinal sprites. Following that, let's talk about one of the new guys. Well, kind of
1: new. The enemy <laughs> of the first game, Shang Tsung. Yeah, uh, much younger now, I guess. Shao Kahn restored his youth, which I thought was kind of disappointing. I like the wizard look. Yep, but now he just looks kind of generic. Yeah, he's got like suspenders. It's kind
0: of weird. <laughs> uh huh. I didn't realize he had this flaming skull attack, which
1: makes me feel stupid. Sure. Yeah, he's got one, two, or three, depending on how you do the input. You can shoot one, two, or three in a row. Pretty cool. I think he used those in the first one as well. That's a good way to get some juggles. Okay. Beyond going to the Gathering of Nations.
0: <laughs> um, I'm sorry, the Gathering. Because the Gathering of Nations is a Native American <laughs> uh, gathering. We're the we're thinking Gathering of the Juggalos. Correct. They're very different groups <laughs> in some ways. Now, the real key
1: to Shang Tsung is his morph ability. Yes. Just like before. You can change into any other character in the game by entering a sequence of moves. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them much harder than others. I didn't really mess with this much this time, but Shang Tsung was my favorite character playing it. I played him all the time. I knew all of these moves and could change at will, and it was awesome. I bet if you really
0: knew it well, that would be amazing. But if you don't, he's kind of useless. You might as well just pick a character
1: you like. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it is pretty cool. Even if you only know two of them, you can use them every time. Or, you know, as you learn a different character and incorporate them, it's a lot of fun, I thought.
0: Now, his friendship is pretty funny. Uh, Yeah. he's a just... big old rainbow. Yeah.
1: It's pretty cool. But he gets three fatalities. He does. Um, And one of my favorite ones where he kind of goes into a gaseous form, enters the body through, or the enemy's body through their nose and or mouth, and then... Resolidifies, which causes them to explode and i just thought this was the awesomest thing ever wait is this the one where they expand also yeah it shows them like uh, and then explode i believe yeah but always when i also saves. like that a lot
0: and then his next one is kind of the opposite where he sucks their life force out of them
1: yeah which is fine it's not as and then it's kind of like a withered husk yes and then what is this third one well this one is hard because you basically have to start doing it During the match, because you have to hold down the B button, which I believe is low punch normally by default, for 30 seconds. So you have to beat them while holding down this button. Okay. And then when you get to it, he turns into Kentaro and punches their body in half. All right. Pretty
0: cool. Very cool. Next up amongst the newbies is Katana, which, oddly named.
1: (laughs) It's spelled slightly different than the weapon.
0: But if you're going to be named Katana, even spell different, feel like you should be using some form of sword. Perchance. Uh, but instead, she uses bladed fans. And she is the personal assassin for
1: Shao Kahn. Yeah, which if you her ending reveals her to be truly the princess of the outworld. Whoa. It's deep, dude. It is.
0: Now, her attacks are very fan based, as you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And you have like a, a swipe. Yeah.
1: It's like get a, big a old hit tr- with it little extra range there and of course you can throw the fan yes and you can do a, that in the air too right yeah which is nice um and it's a uh, the big, one that i never oh it's, yeah it's a big old sprite yeah so it can be tricky to jump over it's best to just block now
0: i wanted to use the fan lift but never seemed to have it work for anything
1: oh yeah it's it's one of those anti-air things i would usually use it against people coming at me and trap them but yeah she rotates her fan and these waves come out
0: now when you perform her friendship move, Katana's nice enough
1: to produce a cake for you. Sure. Oh, and she C- also candles and all. She has another move that is similar to Sonya's, where she goes up in the air and punches him. Mm. It's the square wave punch, yes. Which is pretty it. cool. It's a it's a fast, tricky one. Good, good anti air there. All right. And then she also has two fatalities. Yes, a deadly kiss that causes them to inflate and explode. Mm. Delicious. Lots of uh, guts on that one. Yeah. And her second one is just a fan decapitation, which is all right, I guess. Yeah, you'll notice that there's a lot of
0: decapitations and slicings of certain heights that are kind of the same, depending on which fatality different people do. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Another new character is Jax, Major Jackson Briggs.
1: Yeah. He's got normal arms in this game. Yes, this is pre-Bionic Jax, and he's here to rescue the kidnapped Sonya Blade. I, I thought he always had robot arms. I had forgotten until, that. Until, did, yeah. until playing this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good news. I think we're going to learn the
1: origin of those robot arms in the new movie. Ooh. So he's got a funny move here. Uh, his close-up hive hunch attack is a... It's like a Three Stooges move. <laughs> Where yeah. His, his army does like a full 360 and smacks you on the top of the head. I always thought it was hilarious. Indeed. He has a cool ground smash, too. Yeah, because it, it'll hit you anywhere you are if you're touching the ground, which is pretty fun. Uh, he has a grab that's unusual. Yeah, I didn't really like this too much. And he has a special, like, slam where he'll grab you and smack you on the ground back and forth. If you, It's, it's basically just a throw, but you can extend it by pressing high punch a bunch quickly. Okay. He also has an energy wave. Yes, which is awesome. Uh, it's just a projectile, but I think it looks really cool. It's like this, like pink and white, like arc that extends out. Pretty cool. It's one of the cooler looking ones for sure. I think so. And then what is this? This air block, the backbreaker. Yeah, if if you block in mid air, right, or you press block when you're close to them, he just grabs them. They're like on your shoulder, and you move down, uh, like a wrestling move, kind of, but not on his knee. I don't think. All right, cool. That's uh, I like that a lot. Any kind of air throw stuff. It's good stuff
0: now his friendship is unusual because it really has nothing to do with him no oh, yeah he cuts out some paper dolls yay now it's these fatalities though where
1: you're really gonna see the personality of Jacks come through yeah he can either he just smacks his hands together and squishes their head uh-huh or, or rips their arms off <laughs> indeed which is pretty awesome fountains of
0: blood shooting out from each bloody stump. Next up, we have another new character, the twin sister
1: of Katana. It's Melina, the other lady ninja. Yes. Uh, Unlike Katana, she is purple or her outfit Mm -hmm. is purple and she has two sides as weapons. Yes. As it turns out, she's not actually the twin sister, but a screwed up clone. Wow, man. Dun, dun, dun. Bummer. So you find out your
0: twin sister is a princess and you are not also a princess. You're just a screwed up clone. Bummer. When her face is all, she has like a demonic face. Oh, yeah, because she has the white eyes, right? I think so, yeah. And a uh, nice, high, piled-up hair. <laughs>
1: now, I like Melina. I used her a lot. She's good. I, I hate fighting her, I'll tell you that much. Uh, when the computer so did my son. Me. Well, her into Katana, too, but I noticed it most with her, where these computers, the minute you are anywhere near them, you are getting thrown, and it's so frustrating. I see. Well, for me, it was the fact that the
0: throw is... Uh, The side throw is incredibly easy. It's just you hold a button for two seconds.
1: Sure. And you can do it in the air. It's great. Uh, Um, The real key and annoying move for her is that teleport kick. Oh, it's awesome because you drop out the bottom of the screen and come back in and it's a automatic. From behind. Yeah. And they just have to block it and be ready. And if you're not
0: ready, you're getting hit. And my son was never ready. So he hated (laughs) it when I played Melina. She doesn't have a lot of
1: moves because her only other one is the ground roll. Yeah, where you can hit people from below, it's you roll at them, it's okay. I, I don't yeah. really see it much. Even the AI doesn't use it much. Uh,
0: as far as friendships go, she grows a flower, kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the fatalities,
1: though, that's what I'm talking about. She uh, can either just stab the crap out of the guys and lift them up by her size. <laughs> and the best part is at the very end, they sink down on them. Yeah, yeah. Her other one is where she removes her mask, revealing her demon mouth face uh-huh. and... Inhales you and then spits out the bones. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Those good. bones are hilarious looking. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
0: Cartoonish. Next up, we have the 45th president of the United States
1: <laughs> making his first appearance. Yes, Baraka. Baraka Obama? Yeah. No, uh, Baraka. <laughs> what is Baraka? He's a mutant, a nomadic race of mutants from the outworld. Okay. I don't I believe in the ending it reveals that it was him leading the people who killed Liu Kang's Temple brothers. Ah, oh, bummer. He was in charge of that. Um, I wanted to be good with Baraka, but I was not. I kind of got good with him back in the day. I really liked I'm a big fan of weapon hands, and so since he had these, you know, mm-hmm. blades, I, I was kind of into him. Does this guy get added to your list of uh Eric from Willow? Um well he what do you mean? Or with with his uh sword hand? With this or yeah, the sword gauntlet. So these actually the T1, make a, <laughs> yeah, a little more sense than that. But he uses them pretty well. You, What I like is that he has a move where if you just press back and high punch, you get a blade swipe out of it. That is nice and long range. It is. And it's great because it really uh, it takes people by surprise because it's further than most other attacks. Sure. Yes. Um He's got a double kick. That's OK. Mm hmm it's kind of neat but it's like why are you kicking you got blade hands
0: yeah uh his blade fury attack is one that i always wanted to get to work again i think that's
1: like you said for when people are jumping at you more yes yeah where it's just like the katana's fan thing but he just gets down on his knees and starts chopping the blades and if people get hit by it uh, it does uh, pretty good damage it looks pretty funny and he also has a ranged
0: a bolt or projectile attack it's blue. Yeah, I always thought of it as him, like, scraping his blades together and shooting a spark off. All right. Now, as far as friendships goes, it turns out Baraka is a really nice guy and likes to give people presents. Yeah, he does. A nice wrapped box. Little bow. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. As far as uh, fatalities are concerned,
1: He's these right. ones are... <laughs> little, little. They're... Just basically copies of other people's fatalities. Sure, you you get a decapitation, one swipe, or he stabs him and lifts him up, and they sink down the blade. Mm -hmm.
0: Next up, we have uh, more returning favorites, starting with Mr.
1: Get Over Here himself. (laughs) Scorpion. Yes, which uh, he is back. Interestingly enough, I guess we didn't mention it uh, when we talked about Sub-Zero, right, but... If you beat the game with Scorpion he or Sub-Zero, you'll learn that the Sub-Zero in this game is not the same as the first one. It's his younger brother, and he's trying to avenge him. Oh, wow. And and if you also recall from the first one, Scorpion was there to kill that Sub-Zero in revenge for killing his family. So he's back to oh. kill Sub-Zero again. But then when he in his ending, he finds out that it's not the same guy and lets him live. Well, that's very honorable of him. Yeah, Scorpion's the good guy. He's the good ninja. He, but I thought he was like from hell or something. Well, he's undead. Yes, he came back for revenge. Okay. Well, in a good he's way.
0: Pretty similar to him, his himself in the old game.
1: Yeah. Uh, your your spear is back. Just as easy to throw out. Yep. Uh, your teleport punch is back. Yes, it is uh, j- the same. It's still good. Uh, now you have this leg grab, which is like a leg scissors kind of thing. It's all right. Mm-hmm. And an air throw. Yeah, baby, that's when you're really talking. You press the block button in the air, and you can chuck people out of the air. Uh, I can't tell that's you how much easy I love to them. do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, that's why Scorpion became one of my top players in this this round.
1: Oh, I, I could see that. Sun Zero, Scorpion, and Melina. Uh, much like the other, like the other ninjas, merchandising contracts. He also attempts to sell you a Scorpion doll for his friendship. Boo! Boo! Indeed. But at least he does have some more interesting fatalities. Well, you do have, yeah, he's back where he takes his mask off, revealing the skull and breathes fire, Mm -hmm. exploding them. Which is funny, because I do like the fact that they twitch for a second before they explode. Sure, yeah. And then his other one, he just cuts their neck and then cuts them in half, I think. It's not not as interesting. I wanted some more fire. Agreed. Uh, And then we have the final character,
0: Raiden. Also up there on my list of playable characters, because he's also pretty easy to pull off all of his bigger moves. Oh, sure. He's he's good stuff. He's got he's got uh, that mini uppercut. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. his flying body launch thing. Yes, the Superman move. You can do that in the air now. It's awesome. And it still looks just as fun and goofy. Absolutely. He's got his lightning
1: back. Still looks cool.
0: His teleport is all right. Yeah, I mean. Probably it's, probably not a, it's so telegraphed that it's the enemy has plenty of time to turn around and attack.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, they're all kind of like that. But it, since his is one of the ones that doesn't, you don't teleport into like an attack. Yeah. Directly. So you got to be ready to deal. And then he has this electrocution move now. Yeah, he just grabs you and shocks you. Uh, does some Blanca good damage. Style. Yeah, if you Yeah, if you can get him close enough. Now, his friendship is pretty interesting. It's another little doll one, right? Or is it a doll? Yeah, it's pretty interesting because he creates a
0: miniature hymn called Kid Thunder to come out and celebrate with everybody. Nice. It is hilarious. <laughs> Weird. I really want... It, it's like the proportions of a kid. You need a
1: Kid Thunder... Funko pop
0: for sure and it it has to already exist
1: <laughs> and then of course Raiden has two fatalities as well you have one where you pick them up and just shock the heck out of them and if you keep jamming block into your low kick then they will explode Mm-mm-mm. but the real cool just one... like
0: a can of denty
1: more and the <laughs> campfire out back all right sounds delicious is, would that is that the soup that eats like a meal I think it might be or is that chunky? I don't know. Well, they both look delicious on the commercials from my youth. Yeah. <laughs> but, Almost as good as that chuck wagon gravy. Oh, yeah. Or kibbles and bits. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There have been times when I was hungry and I'd see commercials for this cat food they're serving in like a crystal goblet. Mm, I was yeah. like, man, that, that looks good, actually.
0: Well, you know, dog food is the food of choice for your post-apocalyptic hero. Yeah. Be it Mad Max or a boy and his dog. Yeah. That's what brought him and the dog together. Mm-hmm. Their love of dog food. <laughs> now, his second fatality, Raiden, not Mad Max, is <laughs> a, a super uppercut that is so powerful that explodes the top half of the person. Yeah, this is awesome because it's gone and then their head falls back down. It is great. And this might be my favorite of all the fatalities, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it's up It's there. that
0: delayed reaction of that head falling that really just gets it for me.
1: Yeah, it's good. Good stuff.
0: And I think we need to talk about the final boss of this game.
1: Sure, sure. Well, first there is Kintaro. Oh, yes. Who is similar to Goro, but different. He's got like tiger stripes. He looks kind of tigery. Okay. Similar moves. He's pretty cheap, if I remember correctly. This is where I was really trying to cheese it to, to win. So, yeah, this guy, uh, Kenneth Taro, is <laughs> Goro's
0: younger, nerdier brother. Uh, but he does <laughs> uh, make up for it with his cool tiger stripes and more spikes on all of his armor. That lets you know he means business. Indeed. But I think, like you said, his moves are pretty similar to Goro's. He's a big forearm freak. Uh, his his main move is that stomp from out of uh, the top of the screen. Yeah, kind of their teleport. He does that a lot. And what is cool is, like we mentioned in the background of this level, is where you do see
1: Kano and uh, Sonya tied up. Yeah, they look awesome. You want to keep away from him, of course. He's unfairly strong and fast. So there's a lot of this fight for me was just jump kicks, jump punches, teleports, get away, in and out, hit and run.
0: Well, that that slam move where he jumps on you, that can take off half your health very easily. Yeah,
1: there's very little room for error. And when you defeat him, you do go up against the final boss of the game. Yes, Shao Kahn, who is conservatively 11, 12 feet tall. He's huge. And I'm not gonna lie, I am not a huge fan
0: of his armor or design or whatever this is going on. He looks kind of like
1: an evil He-Man. He's got a, with a skull mask on, and he is not wearing much clothing. But I guess that's a sign of his confidence. Sure. And and his attack patterns are very cheap. He's he does a like a shoulder tackle block thing. I think he, he's got he's he, got a he kick. blocks constantly. Yeah, and he'll sadly. This whole fight is just about running away from him and avoiding him until he does one of his, he'll stop and make fun of you. And that's when you can sneak in, you know, freeze him, get in uppercut, or even if you can't just shoot him, anything you can do to get some damage on him. Mm -hmm. Like it, it really like, I gave up pretty quickly because I remembered fighting him so much in my youth where it really is just like, try to hope you get lucky because it's so, it's truly unfair, I think.
0: (laughs) Uh, What is nice, though, is that once you have beaten him, you see him start to smoke and shake through all of the levels of the game.
1: Yeah, you hear him. He's like,
0: no, no. And then at the very end, he fissures. You see like lava inside him and he explodes. Pretty cool death. You are told that Shao Kahn's rule is over. And once again, you are the supreme Mortal Kombat warrior. And as we mentioned, each character has a unique and different ending to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Which we're not going to go over, I'm sorry, because they're all like a paragraph and a half.
1: They're pretty cool. I mean, I mentioned most of the ones that were interesting, you know. I I like because they frequently refer to other characters or, you know, like, I was here for this guy or, you know, like Scorpion. And
0: And you do usually get one or two little frames of interesting, uh, like a shot of them. Yeah. Maybe looking into the distance or some other thing like that.
1: Chillaxing.
0: And then after that is done, you do get each character of the game. Show off, jumps in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the full roster. Uh, then you have some great credits, walks you through everyone, real names, of course. And Dan Toasty Forden is even called out there.
1: There he is, yeah, famous fellow. The
0: very tired, the super deluxe exhausted, many wonderful superlatives as to how hard it was to make this game. <laughs> it's really cool because it really added like a like whimsy to this. Yeah. They refer to the testers as guys that were forced to play this game. And then they even have a section of people they owe no thanks to, which include Elvis, <laughs> Howard Hughes, Jim Morrison, Joe Buffington, and Chad Corb. Huh.
1: I only know some of those people. They don't thank the player? How rude. No, No player thanks, just a simple game over, and that's it.
0: Well, this is it, the final portion of our show, the review portion. And, of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review system that has four categories, each category a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. Toasty! And, Nick, I gave this game a 3.5. I went with a 4.0, but it's right I was in thinking there. about it. I was thinking about it with... The problem is that the voice commands alone do not pull the sound up to four or four, whereas the rest of the sound is just okay.
1: The music, especially, is just kind of there.
0: While the graphics are awesome, your sprites are amazing, very fluid, much more fluid than the first one. And those backgrounds, we can't, we can't get enough of
1: them. Yeah, and I mean, it's not even just that they're detailed or co- they're just cool ideas or creative, you know? Exactly. Next up is play control, which I gave a 3.0 slash 5. Wasn't sure. I went with a 3.0. Th- I thought it's, p- it's pretty solid, better than the first one. Indeed. I had a lot of trouble with some of the controls, but I feel like that's more me than the game. Sure. This corner
0: things just, you know, ugh, got me every time.
1: I, yeah. And I wonder too, how much of my personal, you know, I, I was able to get around it, but it was like, I don't know if it's just how it is going back to play old. 16-bit fighting games where you're gonna have to slow yourself down a bit or you know they, they just can't keep up that was but it was a lot of fun and you get a lot of cool moves next up is challenge factor i mean i'm 4.5
0: i don't know maybe even that's why i gave 0. it <laughs> i said that this game is hard like I, there is no way i will probably ever beat this game even if i spit a lot of time at it the ai is just
1: ruthless it is and cheap hmm it... mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my cheap tricks don't work on it after like level three or four. No, it's it's so yeah, you can the first one or two opponents, you might be like, all right. But pretty soon you get there to where it's uh, gives you no room for error. You have to and you have to fight in a certain way. That's it's not even necessarily different from character to character. It's just like you playing the cheap ass computer over and over and you have to meet it head on with your own cheapness. And finally, we have theme and fun. I give this a 3.5. Which is pretty interesting because I
0: gave it a 2.0 as far as one player is concerned. But once you get two people involved, I now claim
1: it to be 4.0. Okay. I okay, I could say one player, it is it is not a 3.5, but I know. I like a lot of the moves. There's a lot of neat... You know, I kind of mentioned it before with the air throws and air fireball and visibility. There's a lot of neat, creative things to use in a, in a fighting game that I appreciate.
0: Yeah, and if you're just goofing around... Two players, this game is a blast because it's so over the top, so ridiculous that even if you're failing, it's fun to see what the other character is doing to you or you're doing to them. Yes. So this is definitely one of those games that being a two player versus is just a blast, even if neither of you are any good at it. Sure. So finally, I ask the same question that I do at the end of every show, and we'll continue to do so until this podcast ends an untimely death by being (laughs) stricken by lightning
1: but possibly also getting superpowers. Should you play this game, Nick? I don't know if you should play this version. I mean, you could have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I I think Mortal Kombat 2 is worth looking into in the best way you can, you know? I say, yes, this is the one to play
0: on the Super Nintendo. If you've got a Super Nintendo or a mini, or you just want to play something with controllers and a friend, this is the one to do. I would say, you know, it's definitely the most fun version of Mortal Kombat in the 16-bit era.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It's and Mortal Kombat itself is a little more digestible for the casual gamer than, say, Street Fighter, and in several ways, it's not. It's not as complicated, and the inputs are simpler. So check it out, Andy.
0: Next week's game is not a game, but a movie. It's Mortal Kombat. The 1995 film. Yes. Not the new one coming out. Same time frame. Right. The old one. Which is a fascinating film indeed. So if you haven't watched that movie, you really should. It's a lot of fun, even though it's not very good. Maybe the most faithful adaptation of a video game at the time. Who knows? Perhaps it will be surpassed by the new Mortal Kombat movie. But the uh, only way to tell for sure is to watch
1: both. You gotta be sure. So find a copy of that movie any way you can and watch along, friends. That's right. And who do you think the cheapest fighter is in this game besides Shao Kahn? Is it Melina? Did anyone else have this Melina problems with that I did? Let me know or let us know at cartridgecommand@gmail.com. At or you can get in touch with us on Facebook at Cartridge
0: Command or the Twitter sphere at Cart Command, where we let you know when new shows drop or answer your burning questions or. Follow you if you follow us back. We're pretty pretty standard that way. Yeah. But of course, at the end of every show, and perhaps we need to start and do it at the beginning, but this format's worked for 200-some episodes, so <laughs> you know hey, it's hard we to go back now. Creatures of habit. We must go out of our way to thank those awesome, fine, wonderful folks that get to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. It is their support that makes this show even physically possible. Yes. Uh, You know, without them, we wouldn't have the money to run our servers, our hosting fees, all that crazy fun stuff. But thanks to you folks, we can. Anytime we need new equipment or, you know, need to drive across this wonderfully great state of Ohio that we live in to visit each other and record, we can do so. Yeah. So if you don't give, consider doing so. Even a dollar, uh, you know would help us out and we truly do appreciate it we've said it before we would like to expand the cartridge command empire but we can only do so with you guys behind us so for those that do give and those that are planning to thank you so very very much
1: yeah we appreciate your friendships we we truly do
0: friendship and as always cartridge commandos game on
1: Game, Game on what woo woo. woo.